Do you want to reach your goals, but are relying on motivation that isn't always there? Do you want to make a change in your life, but are worried what other people will think? Do you feel stuck in a job, relationship, or any other situation in your life and need the inspiration to make big moves? Are you ready to elevate yourself past your fears? Then elevate with Erica. Grab a bottle and get comfy, friends. It's time for some unfiltered advice. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Elevate with Erica. Divorce, divorce, divorce. Do I have your attention? You know what's way more uncomfortable than the way that word might make you feel? Being in a marriage because you're worried about what other people will think if you leave it. Having your kids see a shitty example of what love looks like and having them settle for less. Or missing out on the kind of love you deserve because you're wasting it trying to force something that is no longer meant for you. Notice I said no longer. Look, I didn't get married with the intention to get divorced. I can't speak for everyone, but I think most people that end up in divorce went into marriage with the best intentions. I wanted to find my person and I wanted to get it right the first time, but I didn't. But you know what? Maybe that was meant to be my person, my person in my 20s. We had some great times. We created two beautiful, sweet, kind boys. That's not a mistake. But you know what? People grow. People change. We evolved. It's actually a really beautiful thing, and it's called life. Life happens. And sometimes what once fit into your life no longer does. Like that jar of rainbow chip frosting I used to leave open in the fridge to take scoops of whenever I wanted fit great into my life through my mid-20s until after my firstborn and then it just unpacked and it made a home in my new mom pouch. Not pretty friends, not pretty. Or that high school friend that I've been sharing the funny story about us getting arrested together for the past 20 years and more recently bragging about her chosen badass profession who recently told me she didn't feel we had a good friendship all this time. Things change. People change. Maybe it's because I come from a divorced home, but I have a sometimes scary ability to just say I'm done with someone or something and just let it go, not look back, just done. I remember when I was little seeing my dad turn the corner away from my mom's house after he would drop me off every other Sunday. I would run inside, go up to my bedroom just to watch him make that turn. I got really, really good at goodbyes. Maybe it's a little unhealthy, but sometimes it has its perks. And as you guys know, my podcast episodes are meant to take us on a journey together because I don't know it all. So I'm here, flaws and all, got the childhood issues that revisit me in adulthood. I know I'm not the only one. Okay, back to my point. I got lost in rainbow chip frosting and childhood issues. What I wanted to say is I'm not afraid of change. That was my point. While I'm no expert on relationships, I know that my past makes me less afraid of change than a lot of people. That did come in handy when I divorced. Now, don't get me wrong. I loved my home. As a couple, we were just so proud of it. It was a great lot at the end of a quiet neighborhood, great curb appeal, and we had just turned the upstairs loft into the baby room for our second child. It wasn't a house. It was our home, 
We met at 19, 20 years old. So we did some growing up together in that time before I eventually filed for divorce at the age of 29. Ultimately, we were like fire and gasoline. I'm not here to point out his flaws as if I was perfect. Plus, it's like a really cheap shot to point out someone's flaws, right? Anyone can do that. Hell, there's a lot of them on social media right now hiding behind their keyboards, making it a point to just tear people down with a single comment. I'm not here to tell you his flaws. I've got my own I'm working on. In the end, he just wasn't for me. I didn't bring out the best in him. I did my best in that marriage. I gave it my all. Like I tried, y'all. And that's why sitting here today, I have no regrets. I controlled everything I could control. And when that didn't make it a healthy relationship to be in, I had to go. Feeling like I truly gave it my all also helped when anyone else had something to say about our divorce. Any opinions that I should slash could have done something differently fell on deaf ears because no one knows what goes on behind closed doors. No one gets a say in your marriage one way or the other. They don't know what you've been through and they don't have to live day in and day out in the situation you are in. You have to be happy. No one gets to tell you what that looks like. My oldest had just turned four, and my youngest was eight months old when I made the decision to leave my marriage. Like I said, having tried everything to make it work helped make the decision to leave easier, but also the ages of my kids helped. I can tell you if I had to do it with the ages my kids are right now, almost 11 and the other seven, it would be a lot harder. If you're a parent, you know what I'm saying. With their growing attitudes, I wonder if I'm screwing up parenting almost daily. I would hate to have to throw divorce into the mix. Not that I wouldn't, but damn, it would be harder. So if that happens to be your situation right now, I feel for you. Surround yourself with all the support and don't try to do it alone because you don't have to. And I'm always available if you want to chat. I used to hate when people would try and give me advice to make it work. I know they had the best intentions, but I just know for me personally, divorce is the hardest thing I ever went through in my life. I wasn't going to go through that without being totally sure. I wouldn't tear my family apart unless I was totally sure. So sometimes it was almost like an insult, even though I know they weren't intending it to be. You know, it was also hard. We were together for nearly 10 years, and that means that I was also with his family for that long. His family was my family. I wasn't just walking away from my husband. I was walking away from a family that I loved. And while they still are my family, thanks to my two boys, it's not what it was, of course, right? Man, divorce is tough. And you just don't know it until you go through it. It wasn't a decision I took lightly, but I am a realist. And I knew going into it what it would be like. That's why by the time I had made my decision, I was for sure, for sure. I will tell you about the dumbest thing I did during the divorce process without going into too much detail, but also it's something I don't regret because I know I made what I thought was the best decision for my boys. I only packed what I could fit into my SUV and my stepdad's truck with a carry-on trailer. It wasn't much. While we had a joint account, and we're both very much aware of our financial situation, 
I actually physically paid the bills myself. So when we bought furniture or a washer and dryer, it was in my name. The washer and dryer, the kitchen table, and my son's bedroom furniture are the biggest things I took. The washer and dryer because it was still in my name and I was still making payments on it. The kitchen table because I purchased it when I was single and the baby furniture for sentimental reasons. The rest was just my clothes, some of my son's clothes and my favorite kitchen utensils. But we had maneuvered some finances to afford various things we had. Camper, furniture, vehicles, lawnmower, and even little things you do to make a house a home. We had some debt, but we were in it for the long haul, you know? We made good money. I knew we would easily pay it off together. It was when we separated and everything was in my name that it became an issue. But for the sake of keeping things cordial for my kids, I didn't want to stir the pot with a lawyer over money. I'll be honest, I thought about it. I had one hour-long session with a lawyer, and she charged me $300 for it. And I, for one, couldn't afford one, and two, wanted to keep things between us as cordial as possible so that we could parent without letting adult issues affect how we showed up as parents. So my dumb thing that I don't recommend but would do all over again is I left with nothing but debt. In the grand scheme of things, I signed over the house and rolled out with material items and debt. That's as personal as I'm going to get. And I only bring that up for one reason, because it caused a lot of resentment that I had to work through and sometimes still struggle with. It took me six years to get that debt paid off on my own because I was also trying to start a life over on my own with no home or a bed to sleep on. Thankfully, I was able to move in with my parents for about six months. I should have stayed longer, but I tried so, so hard to keep things as normal as possible for my kids at any expense. So yes, I even accrued more debt during that time. And some blisters, by the way, because when I finally moved out of my parents' house, I purchased um, a foreclosure um, in the town that my boys were living in with their dad, And let's just say it needed a deep clean. And I went to the dollar store and bought all the cleaning supplies I could from there and literally scrubbed that tile until I had blisters on my knuckles. But it was very much therapy. I left so many tears on that tile Um, but also did a lot of healing. It was a fresh start for me. And it was a moment with myself that I'll never forget. But I was trying so hard to create some kind of normal for them. And so I wanted this house in this town where they were going to school close to their dad, where They had their own bedroom and a yard to play in. And yes, I put myself in even more debt trying to overcome any kind of damage that I may have caused by choosing to separate my family. That's how I saw it at the time. But you know what? Through all that, 
I'm proud of how I handled the divorce for my children. I can honestly say I always felt like I kept their best interest at heart. I always wanted to try and keep the peace and to give them a roof over their head and to show them what love looks like and to never, ever settle for less. Maybe I'm still screwing it up. I don't know. But all we can do as parents is what we feel is right. We can't worry about yesterday or tomorrow. We have today with them. And kids will absorb your energy and replicate it. So I'm very conscious of how I show up in their lives every day I get with them. Side note, they also played a decision in me leaving that good-paying government job last year because the money wasn't worth the mom I was showing up as at the end of the day. That's what they were going to remember, not the amount of money I made. I encourage their relationship with their father because our differences have nothing to do with them. Why did I want to bring this up today? Well, we connect through stories. That's why I love genuine people. I hate small talk. I like getting to really know someone. So I share in hopes that I can connect with some of you, but I also share because I get private messages about divorce all the time. People have read my post or watched my stories and seen that I'm divorced and sent me messages, either people who are divorced as well or people that are getting ready to go through it or are going through the process and realize they aren't alone. And I know for those five people that message me, there's 20 that are afraid to. So I'm sharing because I don't want anyone to feel alone. I have a bad habit in relationships of losing myself. When I was with my ex-husband, I had totally absorbed his life. His friends became my only friends. So when I left, it felt like I didn't have any. It was a lonely place and it doesn't have to be that way. I love that people feel comfortable enough to reach out to me. I don't care that some people may be listening right now or following me on social media just so they can gossip. I'm not here for those people. I'm here for the few real connections I make because I'm not afraid to be myself. Flaws and all. So if you're listening right now, going through divorce, it fucking sucks. I know it. Excuse my language, but seriously, that's the best way to describe it. But know this. There is so much joy to be had. There is so much life left to live. That failed marriage is not the end of your story. It's a chapter. Maybe it took up a couple chapters, a section even, but we moving on now. This is not your funeral. It's tough. It's going to be hard. You know why it's hard? Because you took it seriously. Because you loved that person at one point in your life. Maybe you still do. Maybe you always will. You thought they were your forever. Maybe you've got kids now that you need to help grieve as well. Maybe you've got a washer and dryer you're making payments on and no home to put it in or your favorite Rachel Ray pot and no kitchen. But you know what? This too shall pass. This will just be part of your story you can share one day. And maybe you'll be able to inspire someone else to not settle. To go after a love that they deserve. Maybe you're crying right now with me and you just don't see how you're going to get through this phase. But spoiler alert, you do, girlfriend. And those big mountains in front of you, you're going to be on the other side of them. So proud of you for embracing a second chance. 
Yes, I call it a second chance. You know how many people don't get a second chance to have a great life? So it's going to be tough. So you might have to ask some favors of friends or go into a little more debt to start over, but you're going to survive it. Now, if you're still listening to this episode and you're not and never have been in a divorce situation, I hope you were able to take something from this. Maybe you've thought about divorce and now you're like, I'll hail no. I'll make it work. (laughs) Or maybe you can apply this to another area of your life. Any big change you've had to make or know you need to make, but you're worried about what other people will think or if you'll survive it, I just want you to know that you will. You know how I looked at my failing marriage? If I leave this, what's the worst that could happen? I've already tried everything and I'm already in the worst case scenario. If we are meant to be back together, then we will be. All I knew was that situation was no longer serving me as it was, and I wanted more. I don't have any regrets at all. My ex-husband and I just made better friends than we did a couple. I've got my kids out of it and some great memories, and now I'm on the next chapter. And I don't know what the rest of my story looks like, but I'll be here to share it with you guys, flaws and all. I love how much we can control by just shifting our mindset. If I had recorded this podcast one month into my divorce, I wouldn't have sounded this strong because it hurt. It's going to hurt. Feel the feels. Ride the roller coaster of anger, hurt, whatever. Feel all those things. That's how you heal. Feel it, but then see how you can grow through it. What can you learn from that momentary low? What did you learn from that experience you're leaving? Use it. Use that experience to make the next day better and then just keep doing that over and over and over again. Stop shrinking to fit into places you've outgrown. Feel the growing pains and move the hell on. The hurt comes before the healing. If you feel like you can do better, If you feel like you deserve better, it's because you do. Leaving things not serving you is a form of self-love. When you love yourself, you'll attract better things into your life. I'm going to wrap this up, but I don't want to cheers to divorce because that wasn't my point of this episode. So don't y'all go out there be getting a bunch of divorces and blaming me, okay? I ain't coming to court. But I do want to make sure I add in one of my favorite quotes on divorce. Divorce isn't such a tragedy. A tragedy is staying in an unhappy marriage, teaching your children the wrong things about love. Nobody ever died from divorce. Thank you guys for listening to what might be my longest episode yet. I'm sorry if it was a little all over the place, but divorce is messy. I hope you learned a little bit more about my life behind my message with this episode and maybe even felt a little less alone after hearing my story. If you connected with this episode, shoot me a message and let me know. And as always, subscribe and share so that I can reach more people. If you share, be sure to tag me so I can thank you personally. Okay, friends, raise your cups, water, coffee, wine, beer, whatever's in it, raise it up and cheers with me. Cheers to knowing the difference between what we are getting and what we deserve, and to stop waiting for a change and make a change. Until next episode, friends.
E.